Welcome back to Sister Dis episode two, our Lord version. We are now cheese it and washing machine free. Praise God. I am Laurel. I'm Hannah. And we're twins. No, we're not. <laughs> Still not. But we're here to review Lord. Yeah. Okay. So Lord. Well, first drinks. Drinks. Okay. What are you? I'm having Saint Germain's, which is elderberry liqueur. Mm-hmm. Very yummy, very sweet. It is very good. And our drink last week was based off of... I don't know if I told you this. It was based... St. Germain's is inside of it. Right. The cucumber drink. Yes. So the other room, we've cracked your code. Yeah. Um, I am drinking... It's like Croatian or something. It was something Dad and I found. Oh, okay. So it's Bekaravka, which is a bitter, mm-hmm. and it's very tasty. Um club soda or no tonic water excuse me lime juice bitters yes about 30 minutes ago hannah asked me if my first drink was strong and i said no like a liar <laughs> her drink tastes a bit like organic toothpaste but it's fine yeah or like my mom said clove gum i think organic it's organic toothpaste yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i think it's tasty saint germain's also tasty yeah oh it's so good highly recommend those are our drinks tonight yeah, I'm gonna miss. On a side note, we are going to be moving places on Friday. Well, you're oh, moving sad. places. Yeah. So sad part of sister dis. We will now be in different locations. Mm-hmm. Still recording. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna miss our parents' nice alcohol. Yeah, in their basement. In their basement. Kind of echoey, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, yeah. So we'll be back in our respective places. Yeah, Minnesota, and then eventually I'll be here. Kansas. Oh, but yeah. Well, I'll be here for a while, yes, but then I'll be in Kansas. Okay. See, okay, so into Lord. Let's get into the important stuff. So let's just talk about... Maybe... Let me let me pick your brain. Impressions? Yeah. What is your impression? Let's start with it like Lord as an artist. Okay. What do you feel? Just like Lord, her kind of whole career I love thoughts. Lord. <laughs> pure love. Pure heroine. Pure love. <laughs> um... No, she, I've loved her since eh, high school. I think you first got me into her. I think you, Really? Didn't you buy her album? Sure, let's say I'm I did. Sure. I'm pretty sure Laurel introduced me to her, I'm not lying. So Pure Heroine came out in 2013, which means okay. Royals hit the nation right. in 2013. Right, took over the world. Um, and I was into pop music back then, so I would, I don't know, maybe you're right, I don't know. Right, well you had like randomly bought some albums. Okay. This is what I remember. Like, maybe Jack Johnson and... Shh, don't say that. Okay. Public sorry. TV. Sorry. <laughs> um, sorry, those were back in our beachy days. No longer. Yes, we already covered the beachy days. Okay. Anyway, so, as I said before, my big thing of lyrics. And Heard Royals fell in love because I love her... I love the way she pairs her music with the lyrics where it's mm-hmm. like... These beats and vibes, they just get you and you're hooked right away. It's just music that hooks you but then the lyrics are just so good because when i was listening to her especially with royals which we're not gonna go over today but um she just like captured the essence of a lot of problems with like status elitism Mm -hmm. that's how you say it um i wouldn't know okay um also being a high schooler at the same time was she a high schooler well yeah she's our age yeah actually yeah. So she yeah. was like, so like her life blew up when she was in high school. 
But, like, she was talking about, like, the party scene and, like, mm-hmm. people wanting to be famous. Like, she talks about braces and acne, but then also, like, trying to be cool and all these different things. Right. And but she also kind of talks about, sorry. Yeah, she also kind of talks about, like, the differences in status, even right. in high school. Right. Like, I think about white teeth teens. Right. Oh, totally. And royals. Right. No, absolutely. And so, it's, like, it, what I love about it is it's really beautifully said. Like, it's clever. Yes. The way she talks about these things are clever. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember one song, it's like, um, our skin, like, craters. It, our skin moon, craters, yep. like, on the moon or whatever. Yes. Um, yeah, and so, like, things like that where it's like, oh, you're talking about acne, but it sounds cool, you know? <laughs> right. My face like the moon. Yeah, you're like, oh. Yeah. Um, How about you? Well, it's funny that you say that because yesterday I was looking into Lord and I found an interview with mm. Time Magazine about melodrama. And within the first paragraph, they were like, I don't know, they said her real name, which is, like, Ella something. Mm-hmm. They're like, Ella something, a.k.a. Lord, a hyper-literate teenager from Australia, or New Zealand. Mm, yeah. But they referred to her as a hyper-literate teenager, mm-hmm. which is, like, I feel like the best way to describe Lord. Right. Like, she's um, well-educated in the arts. She is. Mm-hmm. They even mentioned that she's kind of got this, like, dark vibe, but apparently she tries to, like, separate herself from this... Oh, like, grungy, like a, emo-y vibe that she's right. got. Like, she has a, what's it called? Like, the alter ego type thing. None of an alter, apparently she's like that in person. Like, if you see oh. her, like, on the street, she's kind of got this, like, oh, man, I wish I could find it. They said she's got this stare that she either knows your soul or controls the weather. Mm. Like, she brings that intensity to her, right. and that's an actual quote Ooh, from Time Magazine. I would say that the intensity is in the lyrics. Like, oh, yeah. You like, can tell she... Yeah definitely feels things or like understands and feels things very deeply right i just love the way she observes and sees things happening like with like like with pure heroin that album yeah we're not gonna review but that one is all about yeah right the party scene different things in high school um growing up Mm -hmm. also that's a huge theme in that album yeah um yeah, that it's that she sees like the depth of those things, even though like on the surface a lot of it feels superficial, but it's like real things that young adults struggle with. Right. And so yeah. I think it was empowering for a lot of people. It was Especially cool because I think yeah, I think it was the first time that pop music came from one a teenager and then two someone who was like, I get what it's like, you know, Kesha's coming out with like TikTok. Right. Yeah. True. Like you know, there's music on right. the pop channels that are like. Yeah, party and all these things that you kind of don't understand. Like, I've never woken up and brushed my right, teeth then, with a bottle of Jack. Right, but then for her to, like, her to acknowledge we could never be royals. Right, like, yeah. we won't be celebrities. This isn't real, ironically, Right, she is one. But well, at the time she wasn't, when she was mm-hmm. writing these things, like, we could never be royals. And, like, for someone on the radio to acknowledge that, like, there's such a far separation from fame... And the average high schooler. That type of thing. Yeah. You know? I even want to say, like, she is a celebrity. Like, it's kind of crazy because most people like Lord. Like, I realize I consider her alternative or kind of indie. But, like, pretty much everyone knows her because Royals came on the radio. But she really just makes these crazy good albums. Mm -hmm. And then says, like, she never comes back. You know? She waits, like, she takes these, like, two-year or I guess four-year hiatus in terms of pure heroin between yeah. melodrama, and just doesn't do anything. Right. She doesn't come out. I guess she kind of comes out. She goes to, like, Met Gala and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. 
I mean, she's a celebrity in the barest sense of the word. Mm, like, right. she does... I don't think she likes she's it. She's not, like, promoting herself constantly mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, I would agree with that. And something I will also add is she... Like, whenever I listen to her albums, it's very rare. You know, like, when you listen to some albums and you're like, yeah, it's like a 50-50 of, like, these songs I'm in love with and the rest are kind of like, whatever. Mm-hmm. Especially, like, with Pure Hair and it's like, this is, like a lot of songs that I love all yeah. at once. Pure heroin you know? straight through. Feels like pure heroin. Yeah. Straight through. <laughs> it really did. It was like, straight wow. through the bod. Wow. No, yeah, she I don't she's just got like a great ear for how things are supposed to sound in like the catchy mm-hmm. tunes. Yes. I just have a huge like you know, okay, you hear like Justin Bieber, not to trash Justin Bieber, but you hear Justin Here Bieber be like just the music man, like I'm in it and I'm right. here and I feel right. like the music is Whatever. I don't really care what he's saying. But then he comes out with these random pop songs that, like, have have no real quality to them. I said it. But, right. like, Lord is coming out with things that they mean something. They feel something. Like, right. like it feels like meaningful pop music where she's identifying yes, certain yeah. things where it's like, oh. Like, that's, I mean, that's the thing. Like, Royals was catchy, but it also had a huge message to it yes you know yeah and it's like spoke to a lot of people so at the same time like you're listening to it and you're like we could never be royals but you're just like vibing to it you're like yeah like okay right you feel cool listening to it but it's like saying how far you are from that yeah yeah anyway yeah let's anyways melodrama let's do it first off as an album I love melodrama. Me too. That thing wrapped me up and swallowed me through a breakup, which is her breakup album. Mm-hmm. But then to listen to it, I feel like Lord and I are like, Ooh, yeah, soul sisters now. Right. Oh, absolutely. It was absolutely solid. So I'm very hyped. Um, do we yeah. want to touch on why we chose melodrama over pure heroin? Yeah. So, well, you go. Well, okay. I suppose we kind of had a dispute between. Melodrama has more direct lyrics because they are directly about... Well, actually, while you were talking about this earlier, I just feel like they're about her breakup. Right. Not so much... You were talking about, like, a party scene and being a celebrity and all of these, like, underlying The currents. celebrity thing, I mm-hmm. think. With, like, the party scene being, like... Because, like, in the... In, um... What's it called? Pure Heroin, sorry. Um... They talk about, she talks about, like, the high school party scene. But in melodrama, I think it's, like, dealing with fame and, like, being a celebrity. Like, right. those are underlying themes with the breakup. I think there's a mix of both. And we'll see this when we get into some of the songs. Yeah. But we chose, I suppose we chose melodrama just because it's kind of, like... It's more recent. It's more recent. And even if it's, like, direct, there's still a lot of discrepancy, I feel like, yeah. to be had in mm-hmm. the themes and the lyric and even the sound. Right, yeah. Um, and it's just, it's good stuff. It's still, like, even though it's direct, and, like, we, like, love complex lyrics, a lot of it is more direct. Still, she uses, like, I don't know, varying themes and symbolism, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, it's still so good. And it still gets you. Mm -hmm. You know? Where you're, like, it's still, even though it's more direct, she still words things powerfully. Yeah. You're, like, okay. Yeah. I'm here. Here for it. Yeah. Okay. Let's go. Let's jump in. So the first song we're doing is track 10 on Melodrama. It is Liability Reprise. Yes. Um, we're probably going to start it kind of later in because she has a pretty long intro. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> 
She's got a kind of long intro. It's like 30 seconds and before the lyrics start. So we'll go ahead and start at 32 seconds in. Oh, all of the things that get harder. All of the things that I have for you. And all of the shit that we harbor Make all of the kids in the choir sing Okay. Hi. So, just to start off, this is Liability Reprise. Yes, not Liability. Talking track 10, not track 5. And we chose this one because it was a little more complicated. Liability, yes. Let's talk about Liability. Liability, I feel like it's pretty direct in that she... It's a really beautiful song. It's gorgeous. But I feel like that one was more of a talking about her breakup with her boyfriend of him saying, you're a liability, you're... I'm just quoting the song. You're too much for me. She's just, like, a lot. And I kind of feel that in that, like, Lord seems like this hypersensitive person, very Mm. emotional... Not emotional, but, like, emoting and understanding of her emotions. Funny enough, within that... I do see the breakup side, but within liability, I feel like it's also, like, you're a little much for me, like, but it's partially because of her status. That's the vibe I got from liability. Yes, and actually her boyfriend at the time did talk about having that happen, having, like, kind of getting into the fame, into her fame. Right. I like that you do your research. Thank you. That's what I did yesterday. I have. Appreciate that. Um, so, okay, let's get into the lyrics. Hannah's all in. We're all in. Okay, so, I'm a liability, I'm a liability, a liability. <laughs> much for me, you're a little much for me. What no, you gonna no, no, do? No, no, no. What you gonna do? I mean, that's... <laughs> that's just an echoing of the first song. It is. So Also noted, reprises, I just read this. Musical theater, play the tune to a previous song, but with reimagined lyrics. So, like you said, it's I did not know that. I did, ish. Okay, but I didn't think about it. Okay, you know, because <laughs> you know, like in a play when they do the reprise, it's oh in a play. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. So reprise, oh, it's back, but the like, <laughs> lyrics are twee because the story progressed. You know, it's no coincidence. It rhymes with surprise. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay, back to the lyrics. So we no jumped surprise in. surprise there. Okay. So all of the dreams that get harder, all of the things that I offer you, and all of the shit that we harbor make all of the kids in the chorus sing woo-hoo. Choirs. Oh, choirs. Yeah. Sing woo-hoo. By the way, love that that's part. That's a beautiful little part of the song. You're just like, your soul sings when they sing. It's, it's excellent. I love it. Um, okay, so... Part of what's going on here is, okay, so it's the dichotomy of, like, the breakup of her being too much for someone and the fame going on. So she's dealing with the fame, Mm. and that's playing into the breakup, right? Right. So you're a little much for me. All of the dreams get harder. What? Right. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's kind of like, you know, imagine dating a guy, and maybe you're like, we want to get married and have kids. Mm Mm-hmm. But then rising to fame and being like, this dream gets harder. Right, You know, no, she's absolutely. touring, but she's got this boy that she wants to come back to. And so then, like, all the shit that we harbor. You're, like, both harboring things in the meantime. So the dreams are getting harder. 
because reality is setting in and you're right? harboring that right straight up just right. that fact that like this is getting harder to exist with this relationship right um and all of the things so all of the dreams that get harder all of the things that i offer you so like as she's offering because i feel like when lord is speaking to like you in this album it's often both like you as like the audience consumer hollywood mm, yeah simultaneously you my love like my boyfriend right this right? guy so it's like all of the things because i feel like especially in the first liability like she's a liability like for hollywood and her boyfriend yeah you know what i mean yeah like it's like because she's not especially like i don't you never get the vibe from lord that she's trying to please anyone other than herself because she is speaking honestly in her lyrics and so i think that makes her a liability to both consumers hollywood and her boyfriend mm-hmm. you know? yeah so i feel like the lyric make all of the kids in the choir sing woohoo mm-hmm. i don't think that actually has a meaning no do you i think it's just like or oh you go oh sorry you you were i was just kind of saying maybe kids in the choir kind of like her audience you know like people love to see celebrities drama so maybe these kids are and so what i also feel with that is um the kids in the choir sing (laughs) sorry i didn't have to do that (laughs) but i started and i couldn't stop (laughs) um you really just boarded that train like the sad part you know, mm-hmm. of a movie or a story or whatever. Right. When the choir starts singing, like at right. a death kind of, you know? Yeah. Like all of the shit that we harbor, like it's getting hard, it's sucking, the choir is singing, this is yeah. where we're at, you know? Yeah. Also, I just want to backtrack a little. Okay. I think we need to talk about the um, title of melodrama. Okay. Because I think that ties into both of the themes. Yes. The yeah. melodrama of Lord's personal life and the melodrama of, of her fame. public life. Of yeah. her public life. And simultaneously within that, I think she talks about the melodrama of just being a celebrity and, like, pleasing mm-hmm. the people and, like, playing into this role people see you in. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, like... Because a lot of times what I imagine with melodrama as the album as a whole is just, like the melodrama of being in Hollywood and all of the fakeness and all of the difficulties it comes with. Right. So, I just want to acknowledge that. No, yeah, I think that's great. If you have anything else to speak. No. Okay. Why don't we yeah. bop to the next couple of lyrics? Yeah. Bop. 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 bop to the top. Oh. Bop, bop, bop. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that an accurate... Anyways, here's Lord. Maybe all this is the party. Maybe the tears and the highs we breathe. Oh, maybe all this is the party. Maybe we just do it finally. But you're not what you thought you were. I feel like anyone listening to us doing this, like, I feel so sucked in when she starts singing. 
Oh yeah. Just to wake up to our beautiful gritty I know, it's, voices. It's hard because I I think when you listen to Lord, you're sucked in and you're like. I'm in this alternate reality where I'm, like, struggling, and I don't know, you're just, like, I'm in the middle of Hollywood, and I just... I almost just want to know, this is going to kind of sound wild, okay, I love album artwork, it's a big part of what I listen to, Mm -hmm. so it's this painted picture of her uh, lying in bed. Ah, yes. First off, it's gorgeous, and I'm sure it kind of depicts, and it's completely blue for the most part, it looks like a window's almost shining on her. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, or doors open. Or a doors open or something like that. First off, it's beautifully done. Secondly, I associate music with color a lot. I don't know if I've ever elaborated this to no. you. But to me, to listen to the album, it sounds like <laughs> the color blue. blue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. This is like a what thing I actively... Like? I'm just kidding. So let me just show no, I you. I feel that. Cool, I know. calm... Right, but Sad. look, some of my playlists are oh sorted my. by color. We got blue, pink, and violet yeah. up in here. But anyways, I just think... Do you see color when you listen? No, I feel it. Okay. <laughs> What's it like? I'm just kidding. No, but it's just like, you yes, know, yes. I think it's mostly an emotional thing of like, Absolutely. you know, she's in this kind of dark spot where she's really reevaluating her life and you're kind of in this blue spot. You're literally blue. Um, I think, too, to speak to that, we're kind of... so. Her off track. I just want to say her whole album, melodrama. It's just got so many interweaving things that it's like hard mm-hmm. not to reference other parts of the album. She's just like that well thought out as an artist. So in the song "The Louvre," she talks about being hung up like an like um, a like painting. a painting at the Louvre. Like yeah. they'll hang us up in the Louvre, mm-hmm. whatever. And when I see the album, that's what I think of. Like, oh my gosh, it's a painting. It's a painting of Lord. Nice. Yeah. Without her boyfriend. Right. Right? Where it's like, oh, they'll hang us up in the Louvre. Surprise, it's just me, not you, you know? Wow. He's not in the painting. Wow, that hit me He's deep. He's not in the bed with the her. The tears are flowing. No. So. No, that's great. I would love. blue. I should have. <laughs> now I'm seeing just my kidding. tears. <laughs> I should have looked up. I love to research the album artwork, and I didn't mm. research this one, which is shocking because I do love Ooh, this We should album. do that every time. We should. That should be your gig. New bit. Yeah, it is. New bit. All right. So, on so to liability reprise. Here, we're, we're back. Um, and we'll kind of pop through this really quick okay, so we can so, get to perfect places. Right. So, um, so we're at maybe all this is the party. Maybe all this is the party. Maybe the tears and the highs we brave. Maybe all this is the party. Maybe we just do it violently. Um, and then we end with, but you're not what you thought you were, which echoes through the rest of the song. Right. And then it says, like, liability, much for leave. Much and then you me. leave. Yep. So, I, I can't feel like there the wasn't party. that much to unpack, and there is. Keep I going. really don't think there is. Ooh. I think it just, I don't know. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Go ahead. Go I ahead. have thoughts. Yes. I have feelings. You're, I don't okay. really. I was just going to kind of. I know. love this part of the song. I don't know why it just gets me. When she says, maybe all this is the party, maybe we'll just do it violently. I just think. I just think she's exposing perception versus reality, okay? So, like, maybe all this is the party. Maybe the tears and the highs we breathe. And this is, like, we'll see this in perfect places, because she talks a lot yeah, about, like, yeah, escapism and mm-hmm. especially, like, within, like, Hollywood, perfect people, all of those things. So, in that, like... 
melodrama. Maybe all this is the party. Maybe we just do it violently. So, like, you imagine, like, Hollywood people partying, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But then it's, like, actually, it's full of hard things, and it kind of sucks. And, like, at the end of the song, she says, you leave. Like, he leaves. And, like, it's a violent thing. It's violence to yourselves. It's violence to the people around you. Because it's so fake. Mm-hmm. And you're actually trying to escape it the whole time because it's not real. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I think that's great. So that's that's what I get with that. Yeah. I just... Especially I don't really like have... the tears and the highs we read. I just think of, like, people crying at parties, mm-hmm. getting high, like, all of that stuff. But mm-hmm. then it's all violent. It's, like, in reality, it's, like, there's sucky parts. Right. You yeah, know? you'd think that it's, like, a great lifestyle, but right. it would be chaotic and violent. Right. right. And then it's also, like, for their relationship, it's, like, it's supposed to be, like a good thing, right? Mm-hmm. But then it's, like, it's kind of violent, and he leaves in the end, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I did not get... I love that you're capturing, like, this idea of, like, fame and kind of the melodrama of being in Hollywood, because I never took this past a post-breakup album ever. Maybe because, That's what like, I focused on when I heard it. Maybe because, like, the first time I really gave it a good listen right. was I was also post-breakup. Right, so I was so. like, holy cow, Lord's reading my right. mind, she like, knows. all of this stuff. Yeah. Oh, totally. But it's cool to hear that. Right. But yeah, I didn't really get anything else from that. Yeah, well, and then also in the end when it's like, but you're not what you thought you were. I think that can be applied to the relationship. Like, we aren't what we thought we were. We're done. We're over. He's not. She's not. It's not what we thought. And also, like... In Hollywood, you're pretending to be something, you're not actually that. Or you're wanting to be something, and you're not actually that. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And you're a liability, because, like, life is unstable, people are unstable, Hollywood is changing, relationships are changing. Yeah. And I'm just kidding. Well done. Well done. <laughs> no, I think that's great. Those are my feels. I love them. I unfortunately don't. I think you nailed it, because I obviously, I didn't have a big... That's what I got. Yeah. I think that was good. So. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's move on to beautiful song. Um, Let's move on to Perfect Places. Okay. Let's go ahead and play it. This one. Oh, pre-thoughts. This one, I'm just going to, so I'm just going to step out there and say this is a more poppy song. Yes. By far. It's definitely more dancey poppy. But there's lyrics there to look into, so we're diving in. Yeah, let's do it. Or not, computer. Every night I live and die. Feel the party to my bones. Watch the wasters blow the speakers. Feel my guts beneath the outdoor light. It's just another graceless night. I hate the headlines and the weather I'm 19 and I'm on fire But when we're dancing, I'm alright It's just another graceless night Are you lost enough? Have another drink Okay. Yeah, we were, Sorry, we got to we it. <laughs> we were dancing, we didn't stop Um. Okay. This is a good, this supercut green light she's just got some real good 
James. Oh, yeah, you just feel like dancing. You're like, even right. though what she's saying is like somewhat dark sometimes, like this song goes to some dark places, actually. Oh, yeah, because this is another album where I was kind of like, man, this is a bop. You're like, oh, yeah. But then, here like, we the go. second, third oh! time, you're like, she's in pain. Oh, my right, gosh. Like, right. wow, you're bopping. Yeah. Um, like, it's like one of those, like, Shit, I'm wasted, sad song to dance to. Oh, you know, like, hell yeah. Dude, I'd be vibing at the rail. Yeah. Those who know, know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's start. Okay. So every night I live and die, feel the party to my bones, watch the wasters blow the speakers, spill my guts beneath the outdoor light. It's just another graceless night. Yeah. So, what do you feel? This song is all about escapism. For sure, for sure. And also, aiming, we'll get into this, but aiming for the places and ideals pop culture sets up for people. Mm. I think that's huge. So, anyway, to get into the lines. What are wasters? I don't know. I thought Watch it was, the wasters blow the speakers. I thought it was just, like, wasted people, like, listening to the music too loud. That's what I imagined. Okay. What do you think? I don't know. Blow the speakers, I feel like, implied it could be a DJ. And I was like, is this a New Zealand term for a DJ? Oh, could be. Yeah, okay, whatever. Sure, whatever. Blow right past it. So every night I live and die. Feel the party to my bones. I feel like that's pretty obvious. Yeah, I don't think there's actually a lot lot to unpack here. But But you also like... Go ahead. The living and dying. Yes. I think it's like the peak of your life is the party. You know Every night I, mean? I live, you live and then ends, you die. I die. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do like the next one. Um, I hate the headlines and the weather. I'm 19 and I'm on fire, which I feel like captures the Lord to me to hate the headlines and know that you're 19 but doing some really great stuff. Yeah. But, and then in another turn, it's kind of like, I'm 19 and I'm on fire. I also kind of think, like, I don't know when she broke up with this guy. But I'm 19, I'm on fire with, like, emotions of, you know, these emotions are setting me out to the party, Mm. and I'm kind of just getting, like, fired up. Right. So I kind of, those, that one line kind of took me to a different place. Yeah, it's weird because, okay, yeah, hate the headlines and the weather, I'm 19, I'm on fire. So she says, I'm 19 and I'm on fire, but when we're dancing, I'm alright. So the but implies, like, a negative about being on fire. Mm Mm-hmm. And so it's like... I don't know, burning up, dealing with stuff. Right. I don't really like, have I'm anything on, to that. But. Yeah, it's like, I'm 19, I'm on fire with, like, fame. I just broke up with my boyfriend. There's a lot yeah. going on, but when I'm dancing, it's, like, fine. Yeah. Um, it's just another graceless night. I actually love that line. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's, like, I don't know. You imagine, like, people doing stupid things at parties and, like, all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, when you're young and naive and all that stuff, but, like, the idea of, like, it's another graceless night, like, no grace from God in a way, but, like, also to say, like, no help, like, we're just, like, on our own, we're trying to deal with this, and we're making stupid decisions, and that's just how it is, like, no grace to be found here, yeah, you know, right, they're kind of just, like, barreling through it almost, right, um, here we are. Go ahead and play that thing. Um, 
meant to stop at the beat. Oh, man. You should have ended it at perfect places. I know. Um, I have a lot to say. Well, no, I don't. Go. You but, go. Okay. Where are we at? Okay. So, I feel like this is when I'm starting to see what you're saying about, like, being a celebrity and escapism and crap like that. Um, so, <laughs> it's crap. Are you lost enough? Have another drink, get lost enough. This is how we get notorious, which I feel like is a celebrity thing. You know, you always hear mm. celebrities. Mm-hmm. I feel like especially, mostly early 2000s, celebrities getting, like, notorious. messed up at a club. Right. Justin Bieber, again, peeing in a mop thing. Forgot about that one. Yeah. Um, I always go to Port Brittany. <sighs> that wasn't a club thing, though, but anyway. No, but God bless 2007 Brittany. So this is how we get notorious. Um, cause I don't know if they keep telling me where to go, I'll br- blow my brains out to the radio. Go dark. Which, first off, you could think of music as playing, and I'm going to blow my brains out, but I feel like thinking of Lord as, like, this hyper-literate teenager, mm-hmm. I feel like her blowing her brains out to the radio is putting all mm-hmm. of the things on her mind into a song on the radio. So she's literally blowing the things out of her mind onto the radio and then it streams weird i never thought of it like that because like if you're lord and you just went through a breakup your diary is essentially the radio and i'm sure you know it's not completely but right. you know melodrama pure heroin these are like living journals for people also another thought like obviously blow my brains out this is she's saying suicide here also, right yeah right um, but then to say for Lord in particular, wow, for Lord in particular, that she is like killing herself on yeah. the radio. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, which I'm sure it is. Right. Well, then also in the sense of like her relationship too. Mm-hmm. You know, like she killed a relationship. She's dealing with fame. She's a liability. But then, in the midst of that. She's talking about, like, us, us. Like, they keep telling us where to go. I think she's talking about, like, young adults and also, like, people struggling, like, with the standards culture's, like, asking us to meet, right? Right. Pop culture, all of those things. And so it's saying, if they keep telling me where to go, I'll blow my brains out to the radio. Also, like, it's just, like, have another drink, get lost in us. This is how we get notorious. Like, we have to, like, meet this expectation, of mm-hmm. like how we act, how we look, all of this stuff, and it's too, it's just too much. Yeah, you know. And so then it's like lose yourself in the radio, lose yourself in the party, lose right. it, you know. Yeah, lose yourself. Not the Eminem episode, but maybe someday. <laughs> maybe. Um, where did we end up stopping? Send us to this perfect one? places. I am curious as like what. I'll kind of jump. We didn't actually hit this in lyrics. What are send us to perfect places what is the significance of this perfect place mm. as right did we i think we didn't get to it okay well let's talk through yeah why don't we lines. just pick out a couple that music stand out to yeah. us okay well first of all i actually love this part of the song so i just want to get into that real quick no this part that just happened okay. i mean yes it is the chorus um 
all of the things we're taking because we're young and we're ashamed. I just love that line because I just think it plays on the vulnerability of youth and like just the vulnerability of people wanting to become something and Mm -hmm. wanting to escape who they are. So like all the things we're taking, pills, alcohol, right? Right. Everything like that because we're young and we're ashamed. We aren't good enough where we're at. Right. How we are. Or the life we're living is so empty, we're trying to escape this, right? Because then she goes on to say, send us to perfect places. The perfect places in our mind where we don't get hurt, right? Mm, Yeah. Where we don't have to. Where we also don't, like, see us, like, failing at meeting people's standards. Right. You know, no matter whose they are. It's like, we can get high drunk whatever right or even in like a kind of greater scheme of things you know kids get me there born into this life Mm -hmm. dealing you know you get you don't get to choose where you're born we're going existential right you're born into okay this is what your body looks like this is how you dress this is what you need to act like what gender you are what gender you are what race you are Mm -hmm. even like all of these things and i kind of think of send us to perfect places as send me to a place that this isn't what's happening right you know in a more greater scheme of like i can imagine being a teacher teacher wow being a teenager (laughs) and being like send me to a perfect place where i don't have all of this pressure and where i don't have to think about all of these things that don't actually matter right so that's kind of like my perfect place right right well, and then she goes on to say, which we haven't listened to this, but we're just going to talk through yeah, some we're of gonna... to wrap this up a little. Yeah, we're kind of running low on time. Yeah. All of our heroes fading. Now I can't stand to be alone. Let's go to perfect places. This is the reason I love Lord. Is I think she just, like, identifies some of the emptiness of our culture. Yes. Right? Yes. Where I feel like, like that's where she kind of thrives. Right. Absolutely. Because it's like, she's been there. She's been yes. a teenager who's like, this is all kind of shallow. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all treading really shallow water, trying to be things we aren't, trying to live up to standards, whatever. And it actually is kind of broken, like, the whole thing. It's like, you go to all these parties and stuff, you don't actually get fulfilled. You make right. out with people, whatever. You know? Mm-hmm. And then what she says here is, all of our heroes fading. Like, even the people we idolize, they're fading. Right. They're and aging, like, they're not succeeding. Life is wearing on them, too. Right, you know? yeah. Or you even, like, celebrities to yeah. kind of keep with that theme. All of our heroes are fading. Um, celebrities dying from this right. uh, party lifestyle. culture. Right. Yeah, this lifestyle. So your heroes are fading into what you thought was the perfect and then, place. Right, and then you can't stand to be alone because you're like, how do I be alone at this right. point? Like, reality sucks. Mm-hmm. Even though celebrities can't, like, achieve. Like, you think, like being a celebrity or the fame and like all that's lifestyle like that's the answer yeah right the money whatever and it's like i can't even stand to be by myself because i know that's not real so i'm still gonna fill it you know what i mean right yeah okay gosh lord (laughs) good lord lordy lordy um okay so then so let's go ahead and wrap up perfect places yeah um here's another okay and then then it just okay right we're gonna summarize yeah Every night I live and die, meet somebody, take them home, let's kiss, and then take off our clothes. It's just another graceless night. Fulfillment. Fulfillment. One night stands, empty relationships. What she thought was a perfect place, which is not. Which was another person, didn't work out either. Right. Right? And another maybe, substitute. 
perfect places are people. Yeah. Trying to find a perfect placement in a person. Mm. And that's not working either. She's like trying to find someone, take them home. Are you this perfect place for me to stay? You're not. Right. And then also it's just another graceless night. There's no grace there. It's just like, she's kind of sucky. Which kind of again to go with this theme of me saying like, a person is the perfect place because the two repetitive lyrics are trying to find these perfect places and it's another graceless night right so it's kind of like tried to find this perfect place slept with the guy whatever something happened right didn't work out qualified as a graceless night right okay and then she ends the song it like repeats but she ends the song with what the f are perfect places anyway yeah and I think that's the summary of the song. What yeah. are they? What are the standards where, like, when are we going to find fulfillment? When will we be happy? What is perfection? Right. It's right. kind of a questioning of... I feel like it's almost like a, the question that resounds throughout the album of, like, right. when will I find this contentment? Right. Okay. That was heavy. It was really heavy. It actually was. I think that's the thing, though, with Lord is... Her lyrics don't have to be complex because she speaks to the truth and the problems. Yeah, in our culture, she's very, very she's direct, very but in this like beautiful, literate way. Right, and it's crazy. Yeah, I love it. And if you don't listen to a lot of Lord, highly recommend. Highly, I feel like it's a really good entry into yeah. some really deep. Is it like lyricism? Yeah, lyricism. Yeah, lyricism. We're making up words. Um, I'm gonna say that this is like a precursor to. I'm gonna again mention Fiona Apple's new album. Ooh, ooh! Shout out, shout out. Yes, but yeah, yeah. So there's our award episode. Um, to kind of keep our time down for all of our lovely, lovely followers. Show notes. Show notes. Oh, I didn't think of mine. Did you think of yours? I did. Man, you're so happy. Mostly because um, someone made a bet on what I would say in my show notes. Which I'm not going to talk about because actually I had two different things for show notes that I did not. There was something obvious. Um, my two show notes are actually two TV shows. First off, Avatar The Last Airbender. I just got started on that. Very good, good show. Good themes. Good animation. Secondly, other show Elliot got me started on. The Midnight Gospel, which is actually a podcast that is animated to look like this kind of crazy, obscure, other world. It's almost like Adventure Time, but the script is a podcast. And it sounds very strange, but it's actually very, very cool. And I heard, I'm on episode three, but I hear by like episode six, it kind of almost gains like a storyline, although it is to podcasts. I love it. Yeah, it's very, very interesting. So, solid, solid recommendations. Avatar The Last Airbender, it is coming to Netflix very soon. And then Midnight Gospel, which is already on Netflix. Wow. Those are my things. Okay. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. While you're thinking. Yeah, you go. Last episode, when asked what my favorite bands were, mm. I realized I did not list two of my favorite, like, my most listened to people. Which I'm just going to say, Connor Oberst, in any form, he has, like, 12 bands. And Carsey Headrest. Oh, duh. 
I know. Duh. Duh. Yeah. Okay. Your freaking water bottle. Okay. Um. Na, 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 one thing. This is gonna sound weird. Wait, is it supposed to be cultured things? It can be whatever. It can be anything. Yeah. This is gonna be very broad. Let's do it. Driving. Okay. I just like in quarantine went for a drive a couple times to get groceries or whatever, and I was just like. Can I even drive? It's been so long. I don't know. <laughs> and it just felt really good, you know, just to like leave the house and breathe and listen to some tunes and just mm-hmm. open air, open road. That was my thing. I loved it. Good. Yeah. I love that. I don't think we have anything else. I don't think so. Sweet. Yeah. Well, tune in next week to an undisclosed album. Oh, Yes. Any other last words? Peace. Peace. Let's just go out with a bang. How'd you feel? Oh, it's still on! (laughs)